get your own pad. And when you do get your own pad, decorate it, but don't decorate it too much. You don't want it to look like a drugs den. You know what I mean, like you're just a mattress on the floor, a bit tatty, whatever, needles everywhere. Wrappers everywhere and bottles. Dead bodies, crack oh, pipe. Crack pipe. Yeah, have a clear up. <laughs> clear up the bodies. Clear Get up the heroin needles. away. Exactly. Put the heroin in the drawer. Hello, welcome back to episode 26 of Two Pals on a Pod, How to Get Girls. That's the title of this episode. It's a really important one and one that we are specialists in as ever. Me as a guy who's never been in a relationship before and you as someone that's gay. So we are perfectly positioned to give advice here. Yeah, add on top of that, my very checkered history in relationships with my preferred sex. And it seems like a bizarre topic this week, but I think it's one that we've got a lot to offer on. And it's one that I've, I've been asked before in a... In a serious context, I've had friends, well, one friend before come to me uh, a couple of days before a date that he was going on, asked me what women were actually into, because I have been known to spend uh, a lot of time in the company of women as a gay man, lots Mm -hmm. of female friends. So I'm actually a bit of a, a... uh, an expert on the on the topic itself, uh, a, really? a, a woman womanologist. Well, we'll that. see about that. We'll see about that. I'm I'm a feminist, so that's my qualifications really to be able to discuss this topic. Um, big into women, big into them. Shout out, shout out to the women. About thirty percent of our listeners are female as well. So you really? know, I didn't expect it to be out. as high as that. I thought it would be a bit of a bit of a sausage fest. So I'm happy Ooh. to know that we're pulling we're pulling the women in as well. I am, I am. You're right. Um, so <clears> I've they, they lots... see me in the thumbnail, bit of eye candy, <laughs> well, and they realize they see my limp wrist and realize i'm gay which is a, it's a, shame. It's a mm. shame we've got lots uh jotted down and in our minds mental notes as well about things that we advise people to be able to get girls first mm. of all i think what's important is humor bit of humor let's get them overdosing on dopamine mm. keep them laughing okay if you're on a night out if you're on a date if you're just you know in general society keep them laughing it's a really important component in trying to build that connection with a female i think it's really important you've got to get the endorphins going and all that chemical stuff you know that's essentially like a drug and so i want to i want them overdosed i want them intoxicated in humor that's why no in humor not in, not in you want them uh, you want them addicted to you is what you're saying you want to be addictive exactly uh, it's an interesting one i think that when i was making my list of uh, you know jotting down the first thing that i put is chemistry chemistry is important and i think women value a lot more than looks women value personality i mean i don't know if if your experiences with women maybe contradict that a bit but i've always seen men men prefer to look at the looks and women prefer to look at the more substantial things and women love laughing don't we all love laughing and i've always thought that chemistry is such a vague term because i'm one of those people i think i can just turn it on and turn it off if i want to i think if i want to get along with somebody you know, and put the effort in and tailor the conversation to their needs and maybe make a joke here or there, I can. I mean, it's a handy tool to have on a podcast as well. Are you turned um, on now or is this you turned off? This is me. I'm uh, I'm on autopilot right now. Really? That's good I'm to know. I'm just kind of coasting, just kind of coasting about a five out of 10. And, you know, I usually turn it up towards the end mm-hmm. to keep people wanting more. Um, but yeah, chemistry is definitely a big one. Definitely top of the list. Because- and you build you build that chemistry with humour, though, don't you? With your personality, with that sort of, you know, um, that connection that you're building between the two of you. Yeah. It's all about that. Build the connection. I think you've, you've got to be careful, though, because there's a lot of sexy things out there. But self-depreciating humour, I don't think is something you want on a date. So when we talk about humour... You've got to, it's a, there's a fine line between having an ego, which is something that I'm sure you'd know about. Oh, and, projecting. And, projecting. And, and self-depreciation, 
which, you know, you don't want to become a pity case, do you? Because then I think that's when you get stuck in what, what some of my female friends would call the friend zone, which is apparently something that exists. I would know because I've never, never been stuck in it myself. Wow. Uh, but it's either 100% or nothing with me. I'm never, never in between. Not having my friendship and nothing more if I don't want that. Have your cake and eat it? I don't think so. Uh, but humor's definitely, definitely up there. You want your date in stitches, not literally. Mm-hmm. Not, no, definitely not literally. Not literally. No, no physical mean, violence, please. We're against that on this podcast, for the most part, anyway. Vehemently, unless a man deserves it. A man mm-hmm. deserves it. In which case, put him in hospital. Knock his lights out if we he hate men. It. We hate we men. We do. What, which what? is what women love to hear as well, so. Exactly, get them on side. But, you know, look at Pete Davison, if you can. Look at him. He'd love that. He'd love that. No, he'd love that. Look at him. <laughs> take a look that? at him he, he would I mean, he loves a joke but take a look at him he's had success look at ariana grande look at kim k probably a lots of other women that like to put fake tan on as well i'm sure <laughs> he's had lots of success with that i'm sure he has I'm sure he's had lots of success with yeah, women he's, he's had lots of success with women that pretend to be black shall we say Whoa, that's, what those two, they don't. that's what those two have got in common they is it black black fishing Something like that. I believe the women are brilliant, infallible. They are when they when they stick to their own race and don't pretend, don't cosplay as other races. And that's on me being woke. I like that. Let's get progressive, guys. Let's get progressive. That's what I'm I sure see. women that's would appreciate women that too. That's what they want, isn't it? I think we get them on side. This will be like fifty percent women by the end of this podcast. <laughs> get them on side. But I, what, I, what I do think is that there is a case to be said. Humor gets you far. Okay, you know, Pete Davidson. Look at him. Does he have other things going for him? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I've shook my head there to say no, but possibly. Um, possibly. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to think. He might have a nice car. He um, well, he might probably probably minted. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about the face and the body, in fact, I haven't seen his body though. It's full of tattoos, though, I think, isn't it? It's got, got a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine it's a very nice body unless oh. you're into that kind of slim physique. And if you are, my number's 07706. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. He loves it. But, but I thought it was all about the dad bod. I thought that's what women wanted, the dad bod. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're going to make a lot of generalizations in this podcast, a lot of sweeping yeah. statement. That's, that's sort of yeah. the whole point of this episode. We're going yeah. to deliberately do that. And so, you know, they, prob- they love everything. Let's just assume they love everything. What we don't want in this podcast is people in the comments going, oh, I don't like a dad bod, though. I like a quiet boy or something. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> this is... This is we're making generalizations deliberately okay which is why my oh, next has point is buy a dog women love dogs buy a dog rent a dog steal a dog whatever you have to do get a dog they mm. love a dog they love the cuddliness the furriness the cuteness and for some reason that rubs off on you the owner and then they start to think oh okay yeah, he's, you know, six out of ten looks. His dog, hmm. though, his dog makes up for it. And so right. if you get a dog, it sort of rubs off on you a little bit. They go, oh, he's adorable, this dog. You're all right as well, actually. And so then you can build a bond. Women love dogs. That's a fact. Yeah, no, I've had to, I have to object to this based on my experience with female friends in the sense that when I've seen them swiping on Tinder and when I've been advising, as I do in my, um, in my capacity as an advisor, on these mm-hmm. sorts of matters, and which I am, you know, in the in the close inner circle, what I see is people, the girls, they look at a, a dog on a Tinder profile and they think, why is this dog 
on the profile, especially if it's just a dog, a picture of the dog by themselves. It looks out of place when you're swiping through some of these pictures. They do tend to think, what are you overcompensating for? Is there a lack of a nice picture of you here that you've replaced with a dog? Are you a bit of a bastard and you're trying to soften your image with a picture of this cute Pomeranian or whatever? And I think that's something, I think that's something that guys do. I don't know why that's my go-to dog breed, but it's, I think that's it. something that guys do. It's kind of it's an easy way of saying. Look at me, I'm caring because I've got a dog, so I could care for a child down the line. Because that's what women though. want. That's the, that's the end game for women. The kid is it for all all yeah. women. All women. Most I mean, of it them. works. It works though. I think it works. I think it's it's got a high success rate. I, in my opinion, I think it it's you know maybe it's a little bit cliche to some. Maybe some see through it. I don't know, but I do think that women love a dog. Buy one, steal one, whatever. I feel like there's there's more interesting animals out there to keep us pets for uh, conversation starters. Though I think the dog and the cat they're a bit cliche now. Rabbit probably gone gone a bit mainstream. Really, get a spider, something like that, mm-hmm. or a lizard. I mean, if you if you're really gonna get a pet for the sake of starting a conversation, I I want. Why do you have a parrot? Is what I want. I just I don't want to a picture of a dog. It's usually their Pigeon. parents' dogs anyway. Isn't it? Dog in the back garden, whatever. I mean, what's all that about? I'm not Women a fan of that. love lizards. Okay, they love lizards. They love all all dogs, pets, just in general. Get a gecko. Get a gecko and get their attention. Get and there's your title. There's your title for this week. Other ways to get girls, um, be an environmentalist. Be big on that. They love mm. that. Okay. Mm. Start buying secondhand clothes. Start doing all that kind of thing. Start planting trees. Go vegan. Whatever you have to do, do it. Okay. If you're in a situation where you're not really getting a lot of interest, you've got to go all the way. You've got to go all in because you are a lost cause at the moment. We've got to try and build you into something that isn't. Be a vegan, be an environmentalist, love animals, and they will love you. That's how it works. Go to a few rallies, maybe. Strap yourself to a bridge and maybe create conversation with someone else that's strapped themselves to a bridge. And before you know it, you blossom a lovely little relationship there. A sustainable relationship with no kids, though, because you don't want to pollute the uh, down the line. Sustainable. Definitely sustainable. Uh, Yeah, if you're trying to pull Greta Thunberg, I mean, that's uh, an interesting point. But I don't, once again... You know, in your in your kind of comedic way, you've stumbled across a very interesting point. Women love a curveball. So if you're sat there on a date, tucking into a steak, acting all masculine, because it doesn't get much more masculine than steak, does it? That steak discourse that we love. You know, how do you have your rare meat? Oh, you don't have a medium rare, do you? Oh, all that. We all Men love that. Men love that. So if you're coming across a bit masculine, a bit too masculine, and then you throw in that you love a bit of the flower power, a bit of girl power. You know, back in the 90s or whatever, girls allowed, and you're aware of that. Girls, girls allowed to spice girls. Girls allowed, spice yeah. Girls. Spice girls big on the environment, like, girls allowed. There's something like that. And you throw in that you've got that softer side and that you actually care. Women love it when you care. So, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been known to know people that have pretended to be vegan before. Um, and then they expect you, a bit like Pam from Gavin and Stacey, and they expect you to forget, like, two or three weeks in, they expect you to forget that they said they were vegan on the first day. You know, oh, I'll have an oat, oat, milk, yourself, haven't you? oat milk latte. I've tried going flexitarian is what we call it it's kind of like veganism but for people with commitment issues like myself in more ways than one um and it allows you to kind of signal that you like the environment and that you do care you really want to care but you also really love a peri peri chicken burger after exactly like that you want to look Um, like you're doing something but you actually can't be asked to follow through and do it that's essentially what it is but the act of the act of looking like you're doing it isn't quite strong enough to justify doing it in itself but it's mm-hmm. a nice little conversation starter honestly if you're a guy listening to this and you're going on a date with a girl order a jackfruit burger on your first date and she will be astounded mm-hmm. 
You know, when I think when people think of vegans and veganism, they do think of women. They think of women. I think us men should start picking up the mantle, save the planet and get pussy in the process. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's that the title. That's that the makes title. the cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've established being environmentalists, caring about animals, be vegan, you know, all that kind of so. wear secondhand but, clothes, but go to charity also, shops. Yeah, well, if you want, but like... <laughs> Oxfam. Don't turn up. Don't turn up to the first date in secondhand clothes. Though. Of course you should. I mean, I, I, I've got most of my most of my wardrobe is from Depop. But I mean, you've got to have a few nice Tommy Hilfiger pieces in there nah. when you're really trying to ramp it up and going on a no. first date or whatever. That's that's too globalist. That's too- <laughs> Not good for the environment. That down with the down with the corporations. You want an anti-fascist girlfriend? What you mm-hmm. want? No, you. That's what you want. Somebody to keep you on your toes. Opposites mm-hmm. attract. Exactly. Opposites attract. But I think there's a serious point to be made as well in the sense that I spoke at the start about a friend coming to me and saying, asking for advice. And I'll tell this little anecdote. He comes down the stairs. We're living together at uni. Comes down the stairs. He's got this date in about a week's time. (laughs) And he walks in the the room, no word of a lie, with like a a binder or a folder. And I'm going, you know, are you working for a module or whatever? And he sits down and he goes, no, this is my preparation for the date. And honestly, cutest guy ever. No, no. He's not got a binder for a date. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With oh the, the plastic, God. with the plastic wallets inside. No, what, what's he doing? Market research. <laughs> what's he doing with the he's, binder? He's printed out pages and pages of info and, and things like that. And honestly, it's the most adorable, cute thing I've ever seen because my view, like my views on going on a date, I approach a date like I approach the podcast, and that is ad lib. Mm, yeah, <laughs> just bullshit your way through it. Fumble exactly. it. Don't think about it. Oh, we've realized. Um, we've realized. Yeah, <laughs> they caught on in about week three. Um, it comes out and opens it up, and there's. I'm trying to remember what it, it says. There's like a pre-date to do list is on the first page. So it's like get a haircut, wash the car, research, wash the car. Wash the research car. things, research things to do in wherever they were going, whichever city they're going in the day. And then he'd like taken a screenshot of like the weather forecast and everything like that, <laughs> which is going to change the next day. Well, it's just it's about it's just that you got to tailor your um you know your activities and your outfit to 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 the to what the weather's doing. You, the can't, you can't take a mini golfing by the sea if it's going to be seven degrees and hailstoning. So it mess it mess her hair up. So yeah, shame. Um, but he walks in with with that, and there's like a I wouldn't say like three or four pages of worth of stuff or whatever. And it was it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And um, that girl, you know, if they did get together, they'd have been very lucky. But I don't think it quite. I think they ended up together. That's but he asked me, so what do what do women want? And I said, if anything, you know, and it contravenes everything I've said so far on this podcast. I said, if anything, be a bit of a bad guy, be a bit of a dickhead was the word That's I used. That's my dickhead. next point. Dickhead yes. was the word I used. Just be just tone up the dickhead a bit more. And what I mean, I don't mean lead her on for two weeks, three weeks, and then just ghost her. I don't mean that. Let's not do that. But I mean your humor and your personality has got to have a bit of edge to it. If it doesn't come naturally to you, don't over, overstate it. Oh, yeah. It's got to have a bit of edge to it. So maybe make the odd egotistical joke here and there or whatever about yourself, you know, just to show that side of your personality, to show you've got it in your locker, but it's not your do. kind of prevailing personality trait. Keep them on their toes a bit because I don't, what I wouldn't want for him as well is for somebody to see him coming a mile off because as soon as a girl knows that she's going on a date with a guy that's kept a, a binder full of uh, information in preparation for the date, she's going to see him coming a mile off and she's just going to be, you know, taking liberties, taking liberties. It's all about give and take, isn't it? You're not Take getting a bit a longer with the date. replies. You're not getting a second date with a binder. That's a fact, okay? That is a fact. You're not. You're going to have, you know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, my, my next point was literally don't be a nice guy, okay? Be nice, 
but don't be a nice guy, okay? I've seen it before. Nice guys end up getting exploited for free drinks or free Mackies, free taxi ride home. Don't be nice, okay? Don't, don't be a nice guy. Be nice, but just not a nice guy, okay? There's a difference. Toe the line a little bit. You know, you've got to have that ability to resist the fake flirting that some people might do in order to elicit free Mac Mackies or free drinks from you. You've got to stand your ground sometimes. <laughs> You've got to, I've seen it happen. I've seen it free happen. Free Mackies? Why, well, who's taking a girl to Mackies on the, the first date? Not on the first date, after a night out. I've seen it happen. Girls sort of fake flirting with guys in order to get free food. Happens so much. Same with drinks. I've um, been known to do that though. Exactly, exactly. It's that sort of fake flirting that you've got to resist, okay? Don't be a nice guy, okay? You've got to have that little bit of a, an edge to you, just a little bit of an edge to you, that sort of yeah. hard edge that's there if necessary, not to be sort of nasty or treated badly, but just to know that there are, there's, there's not going, it's not all going to be plain sailing. It's not all going to be, it's all you. It's all you, 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 you. I've also, you know, let's have, let's have a little bit of back and forth as well. Let's add that into there. Let's add a little banter. scrape. Banter. Yeah. Banter let's trip up the waiter or something. Do you know what I mean? Let's just try something to just get the night going. Maybe just open the door for her. And as she's about to go through it, push your way through it first yourself just to show who's <laughs> boss every now and exactly. again. Exactly. I don't think what a modern woman wants is that kind of deference. But you're right, though. I mean, people do, like, well, the subject of like dating, especially with the, the male female dynamic, you know, I'm a big fan of the show First Dates Channel 4. Love yeah. it. Nice team version, just as good. But any jokes are there any there for that one? Yeah. <laughs> any jokes? I love watching the team. It's all, they're all 16 it. to 18. So it's oh, not like 16. There's like, that's why you watch. Not like there's like 13 and 14 year olds on there. But that's like, good of them. That's good of them to not send 13 and 14 year olds on a date. That's good of them. When it comes to paying the bill, I don't know where you where, where you stand on this, you know, because you're straight. But for me, there's, there's no issues. Like yeah. Man, man, and well, at least I, the last time I checked, you were. I don't know. <laughs> but on the subject, like for me, it's 50 50 because there's that parity and kind of like expectation there. Like it doesn't matter who's asked who on the date, you both pay your pay 50 50, and that's how it should be. And if I was Equality. dating a woman, if I was dating a woman, that would be exactly the same because I'm not having, I'm not footing the bill. No, you're a cheapskate. You're a cheapskate. If anything, you want them to pay for you, don't you? You love it. You love it. Getting free <laughs> drinks, free food. You love it. Oh, my car stopped their, working. Uh... Oh, oh no. You're gonna have to pay for it. If they were, you know, if they work at Revs, take them to Revs on the first date and use their fifty percent discount because exactly. it'd be a waste not to, wouldn't it? Really? Exactly. And yeah, then I mean... two for one cocktails become four for one. <laughs> Now who's laughing? Now who's laughing? It's tactical, okay. And they paid for it as well, which is even better. But I mean, what what happens on? I think what would happen on my day is I probably, I don't know. I think, I don't, part of me thinks should guys offer to pay, but then I think what you're inevitably or should I think get back as a response is no, 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 it's fine. I'll I'll, I'll pay for my food. Or no, we'll go 50-50 or we'll go half. And then you go, oh, okay, then that makes sense. That kind of thing. I think that's probably the way it would end up. I think it just, it makes sense just to go 50-50. Like splitting a bill in half isn't that difficult, is it? Let's be honest. It's two people, split it in half. There's nothing wrong with that. If it's just a first date, go with it. If you get get to the end of it and you just, I think inevitably what I would do is offer. I mean, what else can you do if somebody's not offering yourself? Then you do, you'd be like, oh, do you want me to pay? And what you'd expect back as a, no, it's okay. And it'd be a game changer for me if she was like, oh, yeah, you can. Because that's what they do sometimes on 
on first dates. That's what they do. They, oh yeah, you uh, can pay. You can pay with no intention of giving them a second. Maybe it's okay if you if you've got an intention of going out again with them. Then maybe that's okay because part and parcel of being in a relationship, I imagine, is uh, financial severance and financial struggle and hardship and emotional as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay if you're in it for the long haul and you think I actually like this person. Like I'm not going to fob them off after the date. Like yeah, maybe let them pay. And there's a bit of give and take within that. Maybe you can pay for the next day. But if you if you're sat there and you're like God, I you know they're the worst first date ever. He hasn't shut up talking about himself and playing with his mullet. And then you're mm-hmm. like I can't wait to be rid of him. But I let him pay. Wrong, wrong, offside. Yeah, I think I agree with that one. I think I agree. I think generally first date just get 50-50. Just play it safe. Just play it. You know, go with that 50-50. Later down the line, maybe we can then look at different things as it gets more serious perhaps okay um another thing i'd recommend okay eye contact that is how you do it okay you can win at life with eye contact that is the it's the goal it's the key it's it's everything okay i've been in situations myself where you're in a nightclub you're rocking the dance floor you know like you're giving it a bit and you make a bit of eye contact bang job done easy Game over. Bang. Finished. The end. Yeah. Here I, I am. I once had a Ding book, dong. actually. I can't remember if I if I told you about it. I can't remember. What's it even called now? Karma Sutra. How to talk to... <laughs> 50 Shades. No, it was... Uh... <laughs> like how to talk to anyone or something. I received it as a, a secret Santa gift, ironically. Oh. Ironically, because... Well, at least I think it was ironic. Because I, can't, I just talk to anyone anyway. I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. Absolute nightmare. If anything, I talk to too many people. Talk to too many people. If I put, a, put me on a leash, put me on a leash. But I thought, you know, it's actually quite an interesting book. It's like one of those self-help books that's being marketed for people that maybe struggle socially or struggle to make meaningful connections with people. So I will be passing it on to you, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know, give a gift to the needy and everything. <laughs> gift to the needy. But in it, like laden through it with these kind of top tip number one and there was like 50 of them throughout the book like spread throughout the book and it's basically like little mannerisms that you can train yourself in doing in order to like form these meaningful connections with people and I think the first one I didn't like look at them all obviously I just thought it was a bit funny I think one of the first one or the second one was something called sticky eyes and apparently what you do in order in order to make meaningful connections with somebody in a oh, conversation, say you, you've just met them, is, yeah, like you said, maintain eye contact with them. But then as they finish speaking, imagine this, trying this on a first date, as they finish speaking and your like, eye contact or attention gets taken away to something else, you very slowly move your eye contact away. And the book said, as if your eyes were stuck in toffee. So you've been looking at them for like, you've been looking at them for like a minute or two while they're talking. And as they finish, you do this kind of look away, but you look away really slowly. I think it'll just look a bit sexual. I think with the wrong person doing that, you get locked up. But that was like the first, like the top tip in this book for making meaningful connections with people. Sticky eyes. Try that on a dance floor. Sticky eyes. That's not one I've heard before. I think just, just general eye contact goes down. Well, I think sometimes, you know, I think maintaining the eye contact from afar and seeing if they maintain it can be quite a good little mm. sort of, oh, are they interested? Oh, a smile as well. Okay, here we go. If then maybe I'll continue dancing again and then <clears throat> just look over again. And if they maintain eye contact and smile again, bang, we're in. We're in. I, I look, I, I have like a, a two smile um, tactic, really. I want two smiles. 
before. I want two smiles. I want, you know, it's a two smile tactic. Okay, I want two <laughs> smiles. Ta- what's that? So you smile at her across the dance floor, and if she smiles back, like, yeah, we're halfway there. No, pitching, I- 50%. <laughs> and then you look back again a couple of minutes later, and you know, oh, she's smiling. Maybe she's happy. No, 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 no. There's happier than there's this. Okay. Oh, it's very suggestive. Is she looking at you with those sticky eyes? There's eye contact that goes first. Okay. You go with the eye contact, a little smile, sort of. Hi, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> she, if she returns that, you go, okay, step one. But that's not confirmation. That's not confirmation. Mm. You don't, just don't go in there willy nilly. Just right. chillax, calm, tranquilo, tranquilo, calm. You continue dancing. Work the body, work, work the body, oh. keep it yours. Those hips hers. aren't sticky, are they? Look at those, no, Gary. They're not sticky at all. <laughs> so, and then try again, try again. Let's see. Does that happen again? If so, okay, now, now we're moving, now the ball's rolling. Okay, now we're getting some movement in the right direction. If you want to go for the three smile tactic and you want to just be extra secure because you don't want to get kicked out of the club or something like that in case something goes wrong. Then go for the three-star tactic as well, you know, if, if that's what you want to go with. It depends. It's really up to you. It depends on the situation. Maybe she's just happy. Maybe she's just happy to yeah. see you. But the two-star tactic, I think, is a good little rule of thumb there. I think you should yeah. use it. I think, I do, you know, just heed the warning that the difference between this two-smile tactic being the work of a creep and being the foundation of a meaningful relationship is whether she's attracted to you or not. Like some girls would just be there smiling, and if you you don't want to be making a move on a girl that is like, what? Well, I only I only smiled at him because he was smiling at me. Well, no, but then you've got to also you you've got to that. assess the situation. If they move forward, then then that's you when know. you know. That's then when you know. know. Okay, that's so when I'm the... fist pumping. That's when I'm fist pumping on the dance in floor. Front of them. Like, I'm like, yeah, Get in, come, on, come on, come on. She's moved two steps <laughs> yeah. forward. Come on, two smiles, two steps. It's the two smile, <laughs> two step tactic. Okay, it's one of them, isn't it? So weird in clubs when when it, when it happens like that you just end up in front of each other as if like, it's not an accident, but it kind of is very subtle, isn't it? The way mm. it's done, the way it's done. It's very weird. You could be on either side of the dance floor making, you know, little two smiles with your sticky eyes or whatever. And then for some reason, suddenly you're just in front of each other. And I love it when it works out like that. And that's two what smiles. being young is all about. Yeah, two smiles. exactly. Exactly. Two smiles, Dua Lipa, two steps. Julie said one kiss is all it takes. And you're mm-hmm. saying maybe, maybe two smiles is all it takes. And then, then, then maybe going for the kiss. Exactly. Two smiles, two steps. Bang. Have you ever had a a girl buy a drink for you in a club or a woman, shall we say? Multiple times. Multiple. Yeah, it's great when it happens. It really is. Honestly, it's such a nice feeling when it happens because it's like, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. It's a great feeling when that happens. When they go, oh, I'm going to the bar. Would you like a drink? And I go, sure. And eventually, obviously, you (laughs) you play play cool. We've got a business meeting. Sure. Sure. Can I have your business card first? Um, But no, like it's it has happened multiple times. LinkedIn connection. Get in. (laughs) It's happened multiple times, and it's it's a great feeling because then you're like, okay. She's not just, you know, the risk is when you buy the people drinks as a guy, the risk is that you're being used for drinks. Okay. That's, yeah. that's the yeah, risk. Yeah. You see it happen time and time again. I don't think it's ever happened to me because I'm quite cautious. I like to, I like to, you know, create the, the connection first before we get to that. Hmm. But in, in this case, you know, you get bought a drink or two and then you buy them back a drink or two. So it works out yeah, anyway, you know, it works yeah, out equally. Exactly. It's a quality. quality. Equality, which I, I love. I love. So yeah, I think it's a great thing when that happens. When when you're the one that's been bought the drink, it's like, yes, this is come on, this is a win for society, but mainly a win for me. And, and that's all it. that matters. If you're winning, society's winning though, in your view. So exactly I'll take that. It's happened a couple of times for me where I've been bought drinks in clubs and 
have to say the last time didn't end too well, though. Really? In the sense that, you know, just dancing in a club, vibing or whatever, guy comes over, should go to the bar. And you think, you know, my thought process is similar to yours. I'm like, well, we've we've scored here because otherwise why would somebody be buying you a drink? You know, not benevolent, are they? Philanthropist or whatever. Duncan Bannatine. Might be. So it goes, goes to the bar. So at the time. At this, Such a at this weird point, reference. It's not too long. <laughs> seven. Duncan Bannatine. <laughs> I was dragging then. I love struggles then. Elon Musk. No, he's not a philanthropist, isn't it, for himself? But if you bought me a drink, though, maybe my opinion would change. Mm. But go goes to the bar, and I'm like, I'm, at this point, I'm absolutely fucked. I'm just like, oh, that's a surprise. So I get us both Jaegers. And for some reason, when I'm really drunk, I lack the ability to say no. Really? I don't know why that is. But I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Me and Jaegers, I mean, they're not bad, but when you're already drunk, like, no, it's not going to end well, is it? Yes, Jaeger. As soon as that Jaeger is back in my throat, I can feel it coming straight back up again. And I'm thinking, fuck's sake, like I've just pulled in a club. I'm stood at the bar. The toilet's across the other side of the dance floor. This is coming. You know, when it, as soon as you take the drink, you know it's coming straight back up. You yeah. Think, you take, you kind of swallow it back. You're in denial and you're like, oh. gold pick back, being like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. And we're at the bar. And I was like, sorry, I'm just going to have to go to the toilet after down this, this Jaeger. Race across that dance floor. I'd give you saying, bought a run for its money. And in my mind, I'm thinking, We've pulled here. We've pulled. We can't fuck it up here. We don't let it slip here. We don't let it slip here. Bam. Straight, in, straight into the toilet. Straight into the cubicle. I think there was a queue and I didn't know. I disregarded it. I was like, no, I'm going, bam. And it was like projectile vomit straight out. Straight oh, out. Projectile vomit straight down the loo. So there's a guy in the toilet, as you, as you have him in the club, selling off the knockoff um, cologne or whatever. And he'd heard that I'd been projectile vomiting in the, in the, in the toilet. And he pops me a Mentos mint and a squirt of Dior Sauvage in inverted commas because I don't think it was that. My skin felt like it was burning after he sprayed it on me. For free, though. For free. He didn't want anything out of it himself. Well, yeah, um, you're supposed pop, to buy him, but you didn't, pop, is what you mean. Popped the mint and got the excess vomit out of my beard that I had at the time. Oh, God. And went and pulled that night. Really? Same guy, so, different guy? Same guy, same guy, same guy. Oh, I, I stick with he, he stayed for you. I don't float around the club. Don't, don't float around the club. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, that's you know when in a club, you know when you know you've pulled, you've pulled. Simple as that. <laughs> uh, another thing that I've got on my list of how to get girls: don't be yourself. This is why you're single. Stop being yourself. Let's make you a warped <laughs> version of yourself. Okay, mm. let's try and project a different version of yourself to begin with. Then further down the line, when she's in too deep, then you can start to fart in front of her, you know, well, um, well, in bed like some sort of that. farmer animal. You can start going to your UKIP rallies, become anti-vax, <laughs> all those sort of things, you know. That's when you can unload that because it gets to a point where you're in so deep that she can't say, she can't dump you now. She's scared of the yeah. loneliness. So I would say they, she's sticking with you. <laughs> She's too emotionally dependent on you about yeah. four months in to care that, about the fact that you've got like a conservative party membership card in your wallet. So she wouldn't give a fuck, would she? Yeah. You were at um, a far right rally and she's going, well, so be it. He has hobbies. He's good in it's good in bed at least. So I mean, I you know, I'm in too deep Seven now. I've kind of envisioned the I've envisioned the marriage and I've done our little, you know, you know, when you get to that point in a relationship where you're like double barreling the name and you're like, whose name's gonna come first? You know, when you get to that point, you have oh, yeah, been there all the time. That's when you, of course you have. That's when you can dump in the fact that you uh, you've got a foot fetish and things like that. You know things mm-hmm. that you would only tell the most intimate people in your life, or you've, people you've that it. listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't be yourself, guys. Just no. just be somebody else. You know, be somebody else, and then make make them fall in love with that person. I think- 
and ultimately then flip not it to rub, its head. Not to rub everybody up the wrong way, but I think that like there's nobody out there that's really that interesting when you think about it. What you've got to do is appear interesting on the first few dates, get their attention, and then you're in. And then you're on autopilot from then and they enjoy your company or whatever. And then the kind of interesting things about you do tend to dry up, I want to say, four or five dates in. Because how many, you know, even the most interesting person with the interesting stories to tell or whatever, like by date four or date five, they're usually bored of hearing it anyway. It's going to like, yeah, feet under the table. That's it for life now. Obviously, because that's how now, it works out. I've seen that's you four times. Bored. Bored are you now? I've seen you, well, I've seen you four times. We're basically together anyway. So I would actually find it quite surprising if you kept on coming out with these fun facts. Like, don't lie though. Don't lie on the on the you know, but just maybe sex things up a bit and make make things seem a bit more mm-hmm. interesting than than they actually are. These aren't far right rallies. These are just guys out there out drinking in the street with their tops off, fighting police officers. Like this is not, not far so, right. They, no, we just believe in Britain. Is what we believe in Britain, and you know, they've got the the grade one all over skinheads and all that. But it's just no coincidence. It's just the fashion these days. It's, fun, it's for functionality that grade one. Just functionality. It's, uh, it's for aerodynamicism, which yeah. I think is a word. Aerodynamity. It it's low maintenance. Is what it is. Exactly. I'd go down. I'd go down that route. I think I've got the head shape for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's great advice. I'm sure everyone will be on board with that. Um, Sage be, be the guy that people want to hang around with, okay? But make sure that they're not doing it because you're the local drug dealer, okay? And be the guy that people want to hang around with because of your personality, because of your aura, because of your energy, because you've got a little bit of a sort of glow to you. Sometimes literally, mm. sometimes you, you sweat a lot, maybe. Maybe you perspire quite a lot. But people want to be around you because of the person that you are become that person that just sort of naturally people just fall into your gravitational pull because when you have people when you have people around you statistically Mm. some of them are going to be female statistically when you catch them in the net of your aura statistically some will be female i think women care a lot as well about how men smell Mm. be the guy that people want to sniff because I've been out and about before. I get out, I get around. And know. you know those people that walk past you when you're in town or whatever, and you get a whiff of their smell. And the, the ones that you always you turn around, they smell so good when they're walking past you in the opposite direction. You turn around and it's always a good looking man. I see. I've, I'm, I've, I've, I've smelled like differently. I go on walks out in the countryside where I am and it's always a middle-aged woman's perfume. Every single time I walk, I'm on a walk or a run. Every single time I walk, go past, I'm like, oh, that's pungent. That smells like, you know, that smells like a grandparent's living room, does that? Oh. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's their, it's their perfume. I've noticed that, but a good smell is a, is good a very smell. good point. It's a very good, good point. smell, I think, statistically increases your chances of wanting people, especially women, to be around you by a good 20 to 30%. Because you'd be mm-hmm. that person. That's a you fact. want to come across as clean, have a shave. I think I need to, I need to heed that advice myself. Have, have a, a shave. shave. <laughs> there he is with a beard. That's what women want. That's what women want, isn't it? Have a shave, man. Have a shave. Have a Brush shave. your teeth. Yeah. Good reminder. Do, do start brushing your teeth. Go on, it's literally as simple as that. And I mean, this is advice that you wouldn't find on Google either, because obviously we were doing this podcast, and I'm intrigued to see what, what Google says about mm. this. So I've done, done some research this week. Oh, we market research. So apparently, here we go, put it down to the scientists. I don't know who's going to scientists for advice about women, because I don't think scientists have the greatest success rate with, with, with women. I think That's really a good sexy. point. That too it's not really labs. a sexy subject, is it? Like history or something like that. That's quite yeah. sexy. Is it? Geography. Geography. I think geography is pushing it a bit. I love a world war. Oh, I guess we're going. 
A world war. <laughs> and anyway, so <clears throat> there were some scientists in America. It's always America. Always America. You got nothing better to do. They've distilled the 10 most desirable traits that a man have from the from the view of the man can have from the view of a woman. Mm-hmm. Ten. Right. Heteronormative. Ten. I love it. This is what women want from men, Fact. according to scientists on Google. Right. Mm-hmm. It's ten things here. Nerds. I want to see how many you can guess from this really? list. Just to see where you've been going wrong and how wrong you've been going in your okay. pursuit for a woman, a female. This, 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 this is like ten family years. fortunes then, basically. <laughs> That's exactly what I was okay. thinking. That's exactly okay, so what I was thinking. Ten things that women want in a guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say sense of humor. I mean, yeah, we'll put that under chemistry. So I'll take that one off. Okay, that's, okay. What chemi- that's what chemistry is, isn't it? You've let me off a little like, bit there. But, oh, yeah. that's like, well, as I say, though, if you get along with somebody and you find them good looking, you've got a similar interest, bam, marry them. Mm-hmm. So marry what them. chemistry? Okay, what else would a woman want? She what wants to smell good? Not on the list, but I just said that. I said the smell's not on there. Smell's not on there, so strength. Well, I mean stability. 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 Again, you, strength, you really go strength, easy Stability on comes from that. Is that what somebody, is that what a woman would want though? Like this is what these scientists are saying. I'd want to challenge. It's a bit boring. Mm, it's a bit, yeah, a bit boring. Give uh, me a man looking. with a bit of unpredictability. <laughs> good looking, not on there. Not on not there. On there. They're not interested. Not looks Plenty of women don't care about that. So I might we, come into chemistry though. I might come into chemistry. We, I've literally got chemistry and stability there, and there's eight more. Yep, eight more. Uh, High earner. <laughs> is, that, is that under stability? That's sexist. Is that a sexist? Not sexist. sexist. It's part of stability and security. Women aren't money grabbers. Uh, no, it's not. It's not on that. It's, it's on part, that. part of stability, isn't it? Security, that kind of have, thing. But uh, have one more guess, and then I put you out of your misery because some of these are just completely so far off. Um, I'm trying to think if any of them would be visual. I mean, there must be characteristics, traits. Uh, I think they want somebody. You can cook. No, but they do. I think that'd be they number do. eleven. That'd That's be one of mine 11. on my list. We'll get obviously, to it in a minute. Obviously, these scientists don't care about things like that. So apparently, number two, the second most sought-after trait that women want from a man is vulnerability. Oh no, 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 no! Where we, where I come from, we call that oversharing. <laughs> I don't want any trauma dumping when I'm tucking into my pasta on the first date. Like, you know, just hold off for a bit. Vulnerability. Vulnerability is an interesting one, I think. Vulnerability. I mean, it, I think, I'm sure women like a guy that's, that's you know, in touch with his emotions, like that kind of thing. But you don't want to be, you know, sobbing every five minutes. You know, how vulnerable are we talking here? Are we, you know, what sort of vulnerabilities are we talking to what extent? So number, number two is high, I think. Number two, that I just think, you know, especially early on, that's when you want to be trotting out the peacock inside yourself, isn't it? Nobody wants to be in a relationship with a wet wipe, and it's okay to be vulnerable beyond a certain point. But I think for, to, to have that as a second most desired after trait. So when women are looking at you, they're thinking, you know, have we got the chemistry? And also, how vulnerable is he? And then you've got a couple of classic kind of vague things. Equality, they want, I suppose they do. Really? That. That's Equality. number three. That's number four. Stability is number three. Equality four. So that's equality's fourth on the list, not number one. Fourth. We're not fourth. that. No, it comes after the chemistry. I prefer a man that can talk about his emotions, and then you know the equality comes after that. Like yeah. if he doesn't let me leave the house and expects me to do the dishes every day, that's fine as long as there's the, the chemistry in there. As long as and then you've got a couple of got a couple of classics here: self awareness and emotional mm. presence, which to me equates to the same thing. Mm. Yeah, I think they're padding out their research a bit. Yeah. Someone's giving them some extra funding and they're just sort of waffling, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, we'll just make it 10 points because it's a nice yeah. round number. 
And then we've got to finish off the list. Curiosity. That's good. I think I like it when people ask questions. So I, I can see that. I really see in that. the top 10 curiosity. Yeah. Number seven, that number seven. Eight is an interesting one because you've got to toe the line carefully. This one. Protectiveness. Pro- really? Protectiveness. That's, That's a slippery slope. That. That's mm. a slippery slope. That is a slippery That's slope. Because you don't Nine. want to be overprotective, do you? Then you start to get into the sort of dodgy territory of being oh, a bit much. It's a bit, it's a bit, it comes on as a bit too strong, doesn't it? I just don't think you really need to be protective, isn't it? It's a tr- that, that boils down to trust for me, but it's what women want, and this is according to science. Mm-hmm. So, who am I to argue? Number nine, one, two, number- genitals. What, what is it? What's the next <laughs> one? Go on. There's this, this probably will be something like that. Number nine is acceptance. Acceptance? What? Um, you know, a load of rubbish. If your girl likes to, I don't know, pick a nose and eat it, she expects to be accepted for that. Accept it. Um, Accept me for who I am. I actually should. It's it's probably nutritious. If I want to beat you up, then let me. (laughs) Okay? Let me, men. (laughs) But ironically, though, so we've got number nine is acceptance, but number ten is assertiveness. (laughs) How are you you kind of... Those two are a bit opposite for me. So what? basically, to the men out there, there's no winning. Be be assertive with your acceptance. Yeah, I really, really accept what you're doing right now. I really really want you to hit me, Sharon. Really gets me me going. Is that really accept that? Yeah, Yeah, I just think they they started to make things up on that list. That's just padded them out there, haven't they? Not really, from my experience of women, not really what I've seen. I would never have said some of those. I would never have. I mean, I didn't get them, I'd never have got them to be honest. I wouldn't have either. I was surprised when I was looking and I was kind of like a bit vague. Some of them contradict, but. No wonder I find it so difficult to get a girlfriend. That's probably explained. No, and I thought it was very telling. You do get two, though. So yeah, I'll take two. Better than 20% of the way there. (laughs) My next point on the list of how to get girls be good with your hands. Okay. Now, listen up. Listen to this one. Okay. (laughs) Learn how to screw in a light bulb. Learn how to put up a shelf. Learn how to change a tire. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we are in 2022. So these are not just male jobs. Thank the Lord. We have equality. Thank you. Okay. I'm grateful for it. According to that list, that's what women want. As a feminist, I love it. Okay. So it's not necessarily a man's job, but there is something about screwing a light bulb. Sexy. That is sexy. Put up a shelf, go into the shed and just bang something with a hammer. doesn't even matter what you're hitting. (laughs) Just hit something. Be good with your hands. Build something. Build a new dining table out of some old church pews or something. Do you know what I mean? Just do something with your hands and just build it. Hit, you know, hit the wall with a hammer, build a shelf, put up a painting, you know, do all those things. Those are attractive things. Okay. People love it. People love it when you put up a shelf. It's a nice thing. Is that to what do. women really want? Do you not just think you can pay somebody to do that for you though? I've got a very lax approach you're, to you're DIY. You're paying people to put a shelf up. Pay another man to do it. No, that's Ooh. attractive. A man with money is attractive. If you can afford to pay somebody to do it, that's more far more attractive than coming home and banging a hammer into a wall. No, like, it's, it's about, it's about getting some oil on your top or something. Do you know what I mean? It's about sort of... We, there are women out there who love a mechanic. They love a mechanic, plumber, electrician, a builder, yeah. a, a, a scaffolder. Fun. They love it. Scaffold. I just love a scaffolder. What I love do they the do? What are they, what are they building when they're scaffolding? Are they building houses? No, you can be doing all sorts of things. You might be doing some repairs to the roof or, you know, something to the to a window. Interesting. Interesting. You think that that's what women want, though? Is that what women want? Some do. Some do. I think think they want a YouTuber or something like that. No, no, put some double glazing in. They love it. 
There's nothing better for me than a man in a suit, though. But I know I'm not a woman, but a man really? in a suit is, is much better than a... Than, it's, it's a recent discovery that I've made. A um, man in a suit is much more attractive than a, a man in scaffolding uniform. You've, you've got to be I good bid. with your hands, though. I man in a hard hat. Is that yeah. what you find attractive? Right? That's what some people... I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying I do. I'm saying some women do. Some women like a guy in a high-vis jacket. Just be good with your hands. As a general, just be good with your hands. Can you paint the living room ceiling? No, but I know somebody that can. Looks a bit pathetic, to be fair. <laughs> but but is it does it look as pathetic as doing the job badly though? No, just take take control of the situation. Take control. That's that's the good sort of assertive thing to do. Go, no, I'm painting this wall, Sally. And you're gonna watch me. <laughs> got it. You've got it in for Sally today, haven't you? No, it was Sharon last time. Oh, right, right. Sharon Something about those S names, isn't it? Yeah. Very attractive on a woman. So Sally and Sharon. That that's my next point. Okay. Have you so, uh, have you taken your own advice with that and can you say put up a bookshelf or whatever i'm looking in your um, room right now there's not much not much carpentry that's been going on there well i've put up the whiteboard i've screwed in the light bulbs you know i've set up my own lights these kind of things you know you screw them in clockwise or anti-clockwise or... just screw them in whichever whichever way it goes in just screw them in and of course because you're a nice guy they're energy efficient light bulbs as well so exactly it's two in one there exactly. he cares about the environment and can screw in his own light bulb exactly uh, which they love it does sound like a euphemism you've been doing a lot of that though you've been <laughs> doing a lot of that light bulb i'll tell you he can screw his own he's always screwing his own light bulb he loves it um my next point learn how to cook okay now it doesn't have to be anything too over the top it doesn't have to be any, anything glamorous okay girls go wild for a man that can make a spag bowl okay if you can make a spag bowl <laughs> if you can make a spag bowl you're already in the top one percent of men okay male standards are on the floor at this point they're on the floor yeah, if you can um... make a little spag bowl beans on toast whatever you're already in the top one percent of men yes yeah, it's, it's true it's true there's a there's a twitter thread the other week of a, i think it was a girlfriend or something that she'd done a thread on twitter of pictures of what her boyfriend had been cooking up for the past like 14 days or something and there was some horrific sights on the it's 2022 i don't know who's deleting spam meat spam. They do it's not the wall who's eating spam? whatever how are you rationing ketchup on pasta was another thing on on, on the list like what what are these men playing at? That's I mean, all since you the do. rise of these kind of, I would definitely not. Like a child. child. I would definitely <laughs> not. My body's a temple. Everybody's wow. got that go-to dish, though. I've got a go-to dish that I cook when I want to impress somebody. Everybody's got. It's not exactly spag bowl, though. But uh, you know, what is you've it? Got, like, you've got to keep in your. It's melanzani parmigiana. It's like an aubergine <laughs> 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 dish. From Italy. We always cook that. I cook it every week. It's on the menu every week. That one, Parmigiana Parmigiani. I love that hey, one. I mentioned that I was Italian, but no, it's, it's, it makes people ask questions as well. But you I'm sure that women would because it's got a good name that sounds fancy. It's Italian, isn't it? It's what is Italian, it? Is it, so is it just pasta? This is, you know, me- no, no, there's no pasta in it. No, oh no, it's aubergine, it? layers of aubergine and then tomato sauce over them, and then layers of aubergine, tomato, a bit of cheese on there. Oh, God. The cheese or is it bechamel? I'm not sure. I'm sure I'll get corrected. Though. Is it vegan? Bechamel sauce. Uh, no, it's veggie though. It's got cheese on. All veggie. It's vegetarian oh. though. We cater to all to all needs, but you've got to have that in your locker. You've got to have that in your locker. I think. Um, but when you're right though, when it comes to men, cooking standards are very, very low mm-hmm. in the sense that if they cook. That's a tick in the box. Some can cook better than others. Uh, me, for instance. Well. I am met- metrosexual of the year, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so glad to be free of these gender stereotypes in my little gay world. Mm-hmm. I think it just gets to the point, though, where I can't think of many men that are that good at cooking. Women, you know, at some point, we just get to the point where they kind of like, let me do it, let me do it. That's what they like. Really? Let me do it, let me do it, yeah. 
See, I want to go. I want to go against gender norms as a feminist, and I actually want men to start cooking now. I think it's you know gone are the days yes. where it's a woman over the stove. I don't think we should have that. I think we should what's, have you know men doing a woman it. over the stove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your trademark dish though? My trademark dish, I'll probably go for something like uh, chili con carne, side, you know, a bit of nachos. It's spicy, though. bit spicy. No, spicy. Uh, you don't have to worry about a dodgy stomach anyway, do you? Don't have to think um, about that. Dodgy no, let's let's the just, like, it doesn't even have to be spicy. It doesn't even have to be spicy. You just have a so little like bit. like a tepid chili con carne. It's not that spicy. It's like, I'm not into spicy food. I won't make a chili con carne if it was that spicy. It's, it's you nice don't make sauce. a chili con carne anyway. It's just mint and sauce, isn't it? Really? Exactly. It's easy. Bit of nachos. Nachos no. makes it look like you've put a bit of effort in, but that's just, oh, you Doritos know. Doritos on the side. Exactly. Well, like Doritos and a bit of salsa on top, bit of cheese on top. Put it in Doritos in a nice shape around the edge would be nice when they're yeah. little triangles all pointed in. Exactly. So I'd go for something like that, maybe. Um, probably whip up some pasta or something. That's pretty easy. Just shove, you just shove stuff in the oven nowadays, don't you? Yeah, maybe not pasta. I think we do do the No, don't do that pasta. Um, but yeah, no, I see your point, though. Low maintenance is what it, what it should be, isn't it? I mean, women don't love anything more than a low maintenance relationship. So I think you're exactly. into a winner there. You know, pre- uh, prepare some food Late for your dates and just get it out of the freezer. Just pop it in the microwave beforehand and just chuck it on a plate. They'll love that. Meal prep. I don't like that dynamic. If, if you say, oh, come around to mine, I'll cook for you. I'm not sure a woman would like that on the first date, especially with, with a man that she doesn't know. Too a lot of men are weird. A lot of men are weird. You are. Every murderer that I see on the TV is a man. So be careful. Oh, that's sexist. Come on, let's not get don't sexist. Be, don't, be going, don't be going around to anybody's house on the first date. God, first you said women should be cooking. Now you're saying all men are murderers. Shocking. Shocking I'm just sexism. offending offending everybody this week. That's both sides well, I'm of the offended. aisle. As a murderer, I'm offended. So <laughs> my next point on the list. Learn how to drive. Okay? Women <laughs> love... A man with a car. They love a man with a car. It's sexy having your hand on a gear stick. Okay, buy a manual. Changing gears is hot. That's what my market research says. They love changing gears. Okay, buy a car. It shows. It shows assertiveness. I'm driving you to the to the date. I'm picking you up. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna allow you to drink so that you know. Oh, that sounds a bit dodgy. Sounds a bit, that's a dodgy I'm going to drink is what I'm on, I was going to say. I'm on, is, I'm on the tap water. Which was a nice water thing. Was a nice thing. I'm driving, no, honestly. Cut, I'm driving, cut I'm driving though. Cut that bit out. I'm driving. Don't keep that bit in. I like that bit. You've been creep. Let's see where this is going now. Some people even buy cars as love-making machines. They drive out to a forest and next minute... Dogging, you mean? Dogging. Some people love, that. love some making people, machines. Some people in relationships do it. Some people relationships do it. Um, that, that's you know that's one reason to buy a car. You know also to help get to, to and from dates or just pick people up or you know do nice little things. Oh, you need to go see your terminally ill grandparent. I'll take you. I'll t- I'll, <laughs> I'll pay for the car parking fee. How's about that? Make them uh, overly reliant on you so that after a couple of weeks they actually you know can't get out. Exactly. Relationship get toxic. <laughs> let's get toxic. In the baby. words of Britney Spears, yeah, let's get toxic. I'm not sure there has to be an electric car now these days. Of course, environmentalist. That's um, another one on the list. Yeah, but it doesn't make a sexy kind of noise that you'd want out of a car, though. Well, no, you make the noise um, in your mouth. And you're not going to get much oil <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> 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 not going to get much. Not going to get much oil on yourself repairing an electric car. You might get electrocuted though. Okay. Um, but then again, yeah, the act of repairing it, the act of repairing your electric car might be 
sexy when it inevitably breaks um, down i've turned up to a date um on a bus a couple of times now. It's interesting. interesting i'll just hop off the bus Aww. hop off that bus you know God. wipe the, the chewing gum that you've had stuck on you on there Febreze yourself yeah you know the date's just the date's just going well and then it gets to a point and then it's like half past 10 or something it's like oh, i've got to leave now because the last bus is at quarter two. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so romantic a really sexy line to trot out oh isn't it, that? god yeah i've got to actually get the x81 i've just yeah it's going to be <laughs> Sorry, just check the watch. Check. Can, I just, can I just check the timetable, actually, whilst you're having your dessert? Do you want to come back to mine? Might be a waste. I've got a day rider. Sorry. <laughs> a day rider. I've already paid, for, already paid for a day rider, so no. <laughs> Might as well use it now. Now I've bought it. Might as well use it. My, girl, I love that. My next point is get your own place. If you don't want to get a car, because maybe it's just not, you don't really need it, don't really mm. need it that much, get your own place. That's got to be the next, uh, next thing to do. Okay, the reason why this can be good is make, make sure the location's good. Make sure it's in a walkable distance to be able to go to and from dates. Make sure it's got good transport links. These things are important, <laughs> okay? Make sure location, location, location. Good transport links <laughs> for you and her to go to and uh-huh, from. Oh, yeah. For, her, for, her, for everyone, for okay? Get your own place. Get your own pad. And when you do get your own pad... Decorate it, but don't decorate it too much. There's a level of decorating, okay? You don't want to be the guy who's literally just got a mattress on the floor. And, no, you know, you don't, you don't want it to look like a drug's den. You know what I mean, like you're just a mattress on the floor, a bit tatty, whatever, needles everywhere. Wrappers everywhere and bottles. Dead bodies, crack oh, pipe. Crack pipe. Yeah, have a clear up. <laughs> clear up the bodies. Clear Get up the heroin needles. away. Exactly. Put the heroin in the drawer. And actually make a bit of an effort. Buy a little bit of furniture. Not too much. Don't make too much effort. Only buy one candle, not two. You know what I mean? Just move it around the Yankee house. candle. It has to be a Yankee candle, though, if you're, if you're putting in the effort. Really? You're going brands, you, are you? If you, if you well, if you can... We, well, and this week, thanks to this week's sponsor. Uh, it's Yankee just, candle. I've been looking for a candle for a while now. No, um, Winter Wonderland. If you can afford <laughs> cherry blossom. <laughs> I love how some of them aren't even like... Um, like things you can actually smell. They're just mental states, aren't they? They've got one called happiness. What's that happiness? <laughs> wind. That happiness? Yeah, exactly. It's a smell of wind. have a smell, doesn't it? smell. I like, I like the really pretentious ones, though, like uh, Sakura White Blossom and things <laughs> like that, which smells nothing like a Sakura White Blossom, but it smells nice. Buttercups. Linen. Favorite linen, linen. Linen's a good such one. an inoffensive one. You go back to somebody's and they've got a linen candle. It's like getting vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's, oh. that's my favorite though. Is it? Well. Oh, of course it is. Let's not, not slag Classic. people off with another uh, ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, no. If you if you can afford your own pad, you can afford a Yankee candle. You know, put the effort in, but keep it minimalist. Maybe I can see the merits of of, of that uh, because you don't. What you don't want to do is be like you want to come back to mine a couple of dates in a bit early to meet the parents. Um, but it's also a bit difficult to sneak somebody upstairs, isn't it? So it's all about that independence. Get out there. Exactly. Uh, this is why some get... people get cars, because cars are like cheap houses, like houses on wheels sometimes. That's why you get activity in cars. Who are some people, and why are so many people having sex in their cars? This like... is what a lot of young people do. If you've not heard about this, I've personally never done it, but it's what a lot of young people do <laughs> have a car. in the early years. Yeah, can't drive. Yeah. Can't, can't drive is probably why. Can't do it in somebody else's car. No, I haven't heard of. Uh, I haven't heard of that. I haven't even seen that on Grind. You just thought you just thought that there'd be people on there offering their cars out on Grind, wouldn't they? You know, grip my gear stick and things. Like that. I haven't come across that. No, but I can see the merits behind your point. But it's a big financial commitment to make for the sake of bagging a girl. 
isn't it? I think, or a woman. I don't know. I keep saying girl. Yeah, woman. it's interesting. I mean, this is going to be titled "How to Get Girls," so I'll let. Oh, him there off. we go. That's no, all right then. Yeah. No, uh, how to get? Well, I mean, and when he says house, he means doll's house as well. If we're mm. talking about girls, mm-hmm. uh, maybe coax <laughs> people in. Coax <laughs> people in by some girls. Sweets, get some sweets at the door. <laughs> I love that. Sylvanian families, candy. Get some candy. Come on in. Come on into my pad. If if you want a pad for freedom and the happy kind of side effects of that is that you can bring girls back, go for it. Don't shell out 200 grand on a house just for the sake of getting with a girl because we're not miracle workers. You could look like a munter. <laughs> you could, look for example. Like a munter. Yeah. And you could look like that and have a terrible personality, as some people do. Don't know anybody like that. Have a nice. terrible personality. And buying a house doesn't change that. Does not no, change it that. doesn't. Whole. Definitely doesn't. Have we missed anything off the list there? I mean, does fashion sense matter or anything like that? No, because, uh, you know, and you find yourself going in circles when you're thinking about this kind of topic because it's all completely uh, subjective. And one thing that I've realised from seeing people out and about together, maybe even people from school, is that there is somebody out there for everybody. So if it's got to this point where you're Googling or listening to podcasts on how to get women and girls, there is, of course, no one way of doing it. Just make sure you've got a bit about you. You've got to have a bit about you. It's not even about the looks, is it? Because everybody's got a level. Let's, you know, you do. some people are me- mediocre. Some people mm-hmm. are, you know, top of the range. Some people can, you know, I think with my, the way my hair is looking today, you know, I think probably struggle to bag anybody. But mm. the personality can do a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, so, I mean, there's some I mean, kind of, you know, make a dossier before a date. Maybe people would like to see that sort of effort. You know, I think when I think of a man, I think of somebody that's, low energy low maintenance low effort really so anything that goes against that including a pre-date dossier because it does show you're taking an interest it's like I'm all a over job that. interview though isn't it it's like oh god you know, don't got turn a up with the file don't <laughs> turn up with the file though don't do that keep that <laughs> under the table so then there we go a bit I've of mental down, preparation file down here of you yeah <laughs> a bit of stalking no, your Tinder profile says that you're into uh, 70s disco music interesting <laughs> got a quiz for um, you <laughs> well i think yeah, yeah. i think we've gone through that. some some great bits of advice there buy a dog steal a dog humor eye contact etc i think yeah. we've gone through a lot of good stuff hopefully everyone yeah. watching has enjoyed and listened you know to our words of wisdom take them on board yeah, but... yeah stay clear of cliches i think the dog get rid of the dog. something a bit quirky would be nice hamster they die quite quickly cat hamster they die, yeah i think that that's that'd be a bit of an issue a hamster shows you on it for the long term whereas a, a, maybe a tortoise they live they live forever something like that something yeah. that's just a bit different just yeah. be different please just be different don't be it's a enough. cliche there's enough carbon copy cliches out there, yeah. which is a cliche in itself, I suppose. Which mm-hmm. is quite ironic. But anyway, thank you all so much for watching and listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe. Uh, go follow us on, on all the socials and everything on Twitter, on TikTok. I'm putting out clips every week now as well. So go check us out all on there at Two Pals on a Pod. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for watching. Goodbye. Bye.